I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, Episode 29. Today, we talk about how we can better the lives of those with mental and physical disabilities with Best Buddies International founder, Anthony Shriver. Stay tuned for this truly life-changing episode. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, welcome everyone to the show. Before we begin, if you could just do me a favor, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today, rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com slash Dr. Bond. Well, my guest today is Anthony K. Shriver, the founder and chairman of Best Buddies International, which he created in 1989 to foster one-to-one friendships between people with and without intellectual disabilities. He recognized the tremendous volunteer potential of university students, and Mr. Shriver first inspired his college peers to personally team up in expanding the realm of opportunities that persons with intellectual disabilities should experience. Today, through Mr. Shriver's stewardship, Best Buddies International is a vibrant organization that has grown from one original chapter to more than 2,300 middle school, high school, and college chapters worldwide reaching across six continents. They have established a global volunteer movement that creates opportunities for one-to-one friendships, integrated employment, and leadership development for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Best Buddies is active in each of the 50 United States and operates accredited international programs in nearly 50 countries. So ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to welcome my guest today, Anthony Shriver. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for the nice introduction. You're very kind. Oh, well, you're very, very welcome. You've done an amazing work, and and I kind of want to start off uh, real quick here. You know, what was your inspiration for actually starting Best Buddies back in college? Uh, Well, there's a couple different factors. Hopefully some of your listeners know that uh, my my mother, uh, Eunice Kennedy Shriver, started Special Olympics. She started that literally in our backyard when I was a kid growing up on a farm in Rockville, Maryland. So I grew up around people with special needs my whole life. Um, I, you know, I had an aunt named Rosemary Kennedy, who was my mom's uh, sister and President Kennedy's sister, that I think got all, everybody in my family kind of focused in on this issue and focused in on people with intellectual development disabilities. And I think as a young kid, I really recognized that no matter how disabled and challenged Rosemary was, that with family support and encouragement, she could feel included, she could feel that she counted, that she mattered, that she was a gift from God, just like... You know, President Kennedy was a gift from God, or Senator Kennedy was a gift from God, or my mother was, or I am, or anybody else. She had the same value in God's eyes um, that the uh, 35th President of the United States had. And I think, you know, growing up in that environment and understanding that as a kid, and then seeing people with intellectual disabilities, you know, facing unemployment rates of 85%, seeing them educated in separate schools, living in separate facilities, you know, not having opportunities to go to the movies, not having opportunities to get a job, not having opportunities to ride public transportation, to feel included, that they count, they matter. That, you know, just sort of, you know, pissed me off, to be honest with you. And I thought young people in college had open minds, open hearts, uh, were optimistic about the world they lived in. The kids at Georgetown, I thought, were smart, capable, and ambitious, and wanting to do new and different things in the community. And I thought they'd be great volunteers, and I thought they would 
you know, reach out to this population and welcome them with open arms. And at the same time, as they support this population, they learn a lot about themselves. They learn a lot about compassion and patience um, and recognize that their lives are so deeply enriched uh, when you spend time with someone who is a little bit different, maybe a little bit slower, uh, but has a gift from God and a heart as big as the universe, um, and that you would really make your life better and that uh, it was worth your time. So I think, you know, between my experience with Special Olympics, going up with my Aunt Rosemary, you know, bringing all that together, you know, I thought college could be a great vehicle uh, to capitalize on their spirit to become volunteers. Well, you know, I'm actually uh, in awe. Um, and also, I want to ask you a question because, you know, you've had the benefit of growing up around people with disabilities. And so you you have a better outlook upon them as being, you know, part of society, you know, being human, so to speak. Well, and they are. And, and so what I'm getting at here is that what about the people who've never spent time around people with disabilities? And, and then when people do meet them for the first time, how do they how do you work with them to maybe overcome a fear or or a misunderstanding that maybe people have been taught for decades about being around people with disabilities? Because I like the fact that you're actually bringing these people into society and that we're all to be treated equally and we're all normal. And and that's really the only way I can explain it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what normal is anymore, but, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I mean, I think the, the best way that I put it is, you know, I feel like I grew up in an environment where I was around, you know, the most successful people in the world, whether it was, again, the president of the United States, the best football player in the world, the biggest movie star in the world, greatest singers in the world. I mean, I had an opportunity to be around all those people and continue to be in many ways. I mean, Tom Brady, you know, I think he's the greatest football player to ever play. He's a, you know, current best buddies ambassador. He's highly engaged in our movement. Robert De Niro is one of the great actors of all time, you know, engaged in our movement. Um, you know, Kyrie Irving, great basketball player. So we have a lot, you know, I'm around a lot of you know, people that I think you know, we as a culture look at and have enormous admiration for. And all I can tell you is that people with intellectual and development disabilities have gifts equal to Tom Brady's gift of being able to throw a winning touchdown in the end of the football game in the AFC championship game or to come back and win a Super Bowl. That they have talents that are equal to that and they're showcased in different ways. They're not on the football field, granted but they bring their gifts to the table in a different way. In their football field, they're throwing touchdown pass, maybe just their ability to go get a job. And that may be equal to being MVP in the Super Bowl. But that's important, and that counts, and that matters, and that enriches our lives, and enriches our souls. And the people that have never been exposed to people with intellectual disabilities, all I can say is that you're missing out big time. You're missing out on one of the best gifts that's out there in our culture. Uh, you're missing out on something that will transform your life in a big way and make you feel special and make you feel like you count, that you matter, and that you can make a difference. Uh, and that I hope that you'll, you know, step up and recognize that and know that if you think your life's only about watching football games or going to basketball games or attending the Super Bowl or making tons of money or getting a fancy Rolls Royce or a Bentley, you're missing out because that doesn't enrich your soul and it doesn't enrich your spirit. Um, and that really leads to a life that's, makes you feel empty and lost and a life that makes you feel like you don't really count you to matter because you just can't keep 
buying Rolls Royces because they don't make you feel loved and they don't make you feel great. And oh, people yeah. intellectual disabilities make you feel that way. So I think, you know, anybody that's never been around them, you know, get involved, you know, call us up, you know, go, we can hook you up in a relationship. And yeah, they're just like us. You don't need big time special training. That's ridiculous. You don't need to be briefed on it all. I mean, we do different things, small things, but I mean, the bottom line is you need an open heart and you want to get out there and get involved and, you know, let your life get changed and let your life get enriched in a unique and special way. That's what Best Buddies is all about. Well, it, it really just comes down to, you know, loving one another, no matter what we look like, what culture we're from. We all have the same color blood. And, you know, I, my grandmother, she worked with uh, children with special needs for years. She uh, headed a department uh, for the state of Georgia many years ago. She's actually 96 years old now and still tells the stories of these children. And she just had a tremendous love for them. She understood that uh, that they needed more attention and that they and just like you said, they have special gifts just like we all do. And uh, we need to work with them and celebrate them. Like you said, you know, there's a Tom Brady in every single one of us, and especially those with uh, yeah, disabilities. Sure. You know, they they can throw a touchdown on their own in a, in a much different way, and it's probably worth more than a Super Bowl ring, to tell you the truth. But let me ask you this, Anthony, yeah. because tell us about the people that you serve and what kind of disabilities do they face? Well, they all have intellectual development disabilities. So, you know, there's IQ by the federal government standards. If you have an IQ 75 and under, you can participate in our organization. So, you know, they have autism, they have intellectual disabilities, they have um, Down syndrome, they have Wins Williams syndrome. You know, they have, there's so many, I mean, there's hundreds of different, um, you know, identifying marks. But, you know, the term I use, they have special ability. And, you know, they're welcome in our organization and they come from all different walks and backgrounds and schools. And, but, you know, they all have that identifying mark, which is not what I really like to focus in on. But I think, you know, the most important thing is that they've got a desire to be a better person and to be included and integrated. And they want to reach out and they want a mentor and they want a job. They want to become leaders in their community. And if you have that spirit, you can do really well with Best Buddies. Well, what was that spark that actually created you, that actually had you create Best Buddies? I mean, back in college, you, you got all of your friends together. And tell you the truth, I'm actually amazed that you were able to get young people to partner up with those with intellectual disabilities and uh, learn something new. And not only that, it, it enrich, enriches their own life. Well, I mean, I think, you know, young people are eternally optimistic from, from my perspective vast majority of them you know they're young so they're ambitious and you know they're not jaded and they haven't had much failure and they haven't been beaten down you know the way some of us adults are and i think you know at least when i was in georgetown and when i was in school i think the kids all came to that university but you know with an ambition and a desire to get involved in their community not only to get a great education but also to get involved in the community and to volunteer and give back. And I think there was that spirit. It was a Catholic institution run by the Jesuits. So when you came there, I think you felt that calling to do something uh, more important than just, you know, get a great education, a great university and go off and become a great lawyer and make tons of money or go work in 
Wall Street and make tons of money. I mean, I think the spirit of the institution, because it's the spirit of the Jesuits is, you know, to be thoughtful and calm and to enrich everybody that's around you and not to be self-consumed. And I think that's what we've learned from Ignatius Loyola, who founded the Jesuits in the 1400s. So I think, you know, I, I happen to have gone to a great school with, I think, a great spirit uh, for volunteer service and a spirit for giving back. So, I mean, I think, you know, I, it was the right place to launch that study. And I'm not surprised that we got as many as we did. And I'm not surprised that was sort of the catalyst for expanding it to schools all over the country. And I think, you know, as people know, you know, once you start getting some success, you know, the snowball starts, you know, building and just keeps growing, 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 and, you know, keeps expanding. And that's what's happening with Best Buddies. I think momentum builds on momentum and success builds on success. So we've been super blessed on that level. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, why is it so important that those with intellectual and developmental disabilities have friends and then secure meaningful employment? I mean, I guess I'd ask you back, you know, why is it important for anybody for you to have friends and why do you want to have a job? I mean, it's exactly the same reason. Yeah. Yeah, I completely, yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm getting a, hey, Randall, I just want to let you know that I'm getting a slight cutout over here on my end. So I just, okay. Okay. Uh, well, Anthony, you know, one of the things that, you know, that I'm hearing as you talk is that, your family has created such a long legacy of helping those with disabilities and champion for these types of causes, and it just seems like it just runs in your bloodline. Uh, I don't know about that. I, 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 mean, <laughs> I think uh, we've been blessed, and I think to be exposed to so many different causes and to be exposed to... I think, the, you know, I think my family has been able to, I think, give back in a whole variety of different ways. And, you know, some of them have been, you know, giving back in the political arena. Some of us have been giving back in the nonprofit space, which is where I've sort of found my home, where my mom found her home with Special Olympics. Some of it through implementing or programming at the government level. You know, my dad started the Peace Corps and the Job Corps and the War on Poverty under Lyndon Johnson. So he operated, in, you know, under the auspices of the government, but, you know, still in, in, involved in community engagement. And I think, you know, the common factor with all of it, if you ask anybody in the, you know, at least my family, is I think once you get involved in the business of community engagement and community uh, activation and giving back and seeing the real impact you have on another human being's life, it's really hard, really, really hard to go off and you know, work in a business where, you know, you're making money on Wall Street or you're, you know, owning a you know, fast food chain or you're owning a car dealership. All those things are great things, but they and they're important for our economy. And if we didn't have those, you know, I wouldn't be able to have best buddies. So we all got to work together on all this stuff. But that work makes you feel different than, you know, than my work and not that my work's more important, but it just for me, it's more meaningful for me as a human being in the way that I am. And I think when I go out and I see, you know, hundreds of people with intellectual disabilities have gainful employment and some of them making thirty-five, forty $40,000 a year. And I see that and I recognize, wow, that wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for best buddies in my work. That makes me feel 
you know, like a million bucks and it's more valuable. It makes me feel better than when I go out and buy myself a new car. That feeling is just different and it's more lasting and it's more sustainable for me. That's just me. I mean, everybody other human beings is great and I'm sure plenty of people love going and buying a new car and it's an excellent feeling. Um, but for me, you know, once you get hooked into community action, it's really hard to give it up. And I think, you know, my parents were geniuses in exposing us all, uh, you know, to community action. And I think all of us, have, all my five people in my family, my four siblings and me are all involved in a nonprofit space. Tried to share that experience with my kids and think nothing better than working with your kids in the nonprofit space. Um, because it, you know, it requires teamwork. It requires reaching out across the aisle. It requires everybody being involved for your organization to be successful. You can't do it alone, and you can't sit in an office all day long. You got to be out in the community, and you learn so much. You meet so many interesting people. You get so many different types of people involved, and you're, you know, really having a giant impact on people's lives day in and day out. And it's just hard not, you know, not to get addicted to that kind of a feeling. Well, let, let me ask you this, because as I was reading the fact sheet about Best Buddies, uh, and I want you to explain this, because I was really, uh, I at first I didn't really understand what it meant, and I saw under the word vision, and it says, and I quote, to put Best Buddies out of business. What do you mean by that? I mean, I want to see a, a, a world, uh, our country and all the countries in the world, to get to a place where an organization like Best Buddies doesn't need to exist in order to have people who are non-disabled as they will come together that, you know, we don't need an organization like best buddies to exist in order to ensure that people with intellectual disabilities are securing gainful employment. Uh, I want to see a world where best buddies not have to exist in order to give people with intellectual disabilities opportunities to have independent living, to be able to ride public transportation to be able to feel like, you know, they have a right to go to public school and go to the prom, go to the movies, to feel included in the parties on Saturday night, that we don't need an organization like ours to facilitate those things for people with intellectual disabilities, that they're happening naturally, that, you know, I'm raising kids that automatically reach out to people with special needs, the people of, quote, difference, and welcome them openly with open arms into their lives and into their social life. And that companies have programs not only to reach out to women or African-Americans or Native Americans or Hispanics, but they have programs within their companies where they recognize that our company is stronger, more successful, more vibrant, more alive, and will be financially more successful if when we reach out and we create a diverse environment that we include people with intellectual disabilities in our call to diversity and that we don't need best buddies to come in and pitch us and facilitate that, train our employees, and bring us employees that we know we need to go out and find those kind of employees, just like I know in my company. If I don't have people with intellectual disabilities working at Best Buddies in our headquarter office, we are not a strong organization. If I don't have women working there, we're not strong. If I don't have people of color working there, we're not strong. And we need all those people to create a really strong, vibrant, forward-thinking organization to have success. Well, I can tell you one thing, Anthony. You have literally put the word equal in equality for every single one of us today. And I so much appreciate that. Now, where can all of the listeners go for more information about getting involved in Best Buddies? Well, bestbuddies.org is the easiest place where it's our website. You get all the information. 
or you can call. We have an 800 number, 1-800-89-BUDDY. Um, so either of those two places, you know, reach out and, you know, hopefully there's active program in the community that you live in. If there's not, you know, we'll try to start, start launching it, work with you to try to build something in your community. Um, so we're in all 50 states, but we're not in every single community in every state yet. So maybe one day, but uh, the real goal would be one day not to have it in any community or in any state. So we'll see which one we achieve first. Well, I hope that we are in some small way going to play a part in getting that done uh, for Best Buddies. And I want to, again, thank you for coming on to Life Changing Wellness, sharing your heart, your words, your mission, and you are creating a legacy that will live on. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do something I've never done on the show before. I personally want to invite all of my listeners right now to make a charitable donation to Best Buddies International. So go to bestbuddies.org and please do that for me, do that for Anthony, do that for the the millions of those that have mental and physical disabilities. And ladies and gentlemen, we are all equal. We're all different in some way, but we're all different in a good way. So always remember to love one another. And today, your gift to Best Buddies International, go to bestbuddies.org. Your gift will have a global impact and even have an impact into your own community. So ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com. And if I could just ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. Thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. You can learn more about me at DrWardBond.com. And again, check out my show page here at RadioMD.com slash DrBond or iTunes for all of my episodes. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Anthony, for coming on to Life Changing Wellness. And I'm Dr. Ward Bond. Have a blessed and healthy day.